0: Welcome to Behind the Fiction, the Book Lovers Podcast, where we deliver interviews, insights, and ideas to passionate book lovers who want to stay in the stories they love. I'm Alexa Larberg, and this is episode 12 for August 29th, 2019. And today's guest is Michael Anderley. Do you know the difference between going wide and maintaining Amazon exclusivity? Well, listen to this episode, and you will find out the answer from the mastermind himself. In this episode, Michael and Steve chat about the release strategy for the Opus X series and chat about some of our awesome collaborators for this project. Remember, as a podcast listener, you get insider knowledge. So subscribe. And while you're at it, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Now, let's get to the show. Michael Anderley, it seems like we just spoke. In fact, it it, it looks like we just spoke because the background is exactly the same for both of us. So obviously we're recording these two episodes back to back. (laughs) You're still in Dublin.
1: Uh, At the moment, in real life, I'm landing back in Los Angeles after about 35 days on the road.
0: And why are you in Dublin?
1: Uh, presently is Worldcon, Dublin, Ireland, Worldcon. I've met uh, someone, if you're a gamer, you might recognize this name, Steve Jackson, of Steve Jackson Games, and I got to meet with him, and I'm hoping that right now, uh, in the future me, has already had email conversations going back and forth so that we might be able to bring some interesting conversations and opportunities related to Steve Jackson. We will see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the purpose of this Show is we're going to talk about a a different release strategy for LMBPN. Last week, we talked about the timing of the release and why that was different. But now we're going to talk about releasing to a wide market versus an Amazon exclusive market. Historically, of our books have been distributed to an Amazon-exclusive market, which means they're available to Kindle Unlimited users. And a lot of our readers are Kindle Unlimited readers. So a wide strategy, just even considering a wide strategy, that's a big decision to make. So let's kind of talk through why we made the decision to go wide with this
1: series. So let's, let's understand the, the rules for Kindle Unlimited. Amazon places a certain amount of rules in order for a company to place books into Kindle Unlimited. And the biggest one ever is that if you are going to be on Kindle Unlimited, you cannot have this book anywhere else. And that's fine. I, I'm not arguing that decision that's theirs to make. And I think it's been very beneficial for Amazon and plenty of indie authors. However, the challenge is that you can't, and, and by the way, the Kindle Unlimited is a 90-day. You're in 90 days, you can get out. You're in 90 days, you can get out. But for something like this, for Opus X, for the company to be able to grow to a level where we're able to reach um, more potential readers, um, we need to get out of at least once. We need to be able to do it for nine to, to you know nine months to two years. And that, you know, before we come back into Kindle Unlimited with the product line. And so Opus X has the feel of something that is a Cartherian Gambit size. And, you know, for those that are familiar with Caritherean Gambit, it has sold a million plus uh, titles, you know, one way or the other, whether it's in Kindle Unlimited or uh, the ebooks themselves. We've sold, you know, over a million copies of these books. And so with Opus X, we need something of that size and that um, gravitas in order to be able to break into the wide market. Now, because Amazon has it um, and it goes 90 days, we're limited tactically how we handle these things. So it's a decision where you make it up front. You're going to do this, and you pretty much have to do it going forward. And so since we have 12 books, and we're committed to doing this for 18 months, and we have audio partners that we're going to be doing this with, that's the reason. Now, having said that, how are we going to facilitate for our Kinala Limited fans? And the answer is that we will, um, if, you, if you're a part of our email list, you know that we put out Wild Wednesdays. And Wild Wednesdays are an opportunity for LNBPN to promote both internal books and external books, meaning those that people that we know about or uh, friends of LMVPN will promote their books. And they're $0.99, you yeah. know, why it's wild. And so we, you know, get a hold of that email, get on that email, because with wide, we're not limited to where we can sell. We can sell our own books, as an example, and we'll be able to create something to where we'll let some of our fans know in the Wild Wednesday. Go get it here. It'll be $0.99 cents for you.
0: And it is possible also – I don't know whether I, whether we're going to do this or not. It's also possible for us to sell the books directly to people Yes, through, well, that's, through, through that's the That's what website. I was talking about.
1: Yeah, yes. book funnel. Yes. My, yes. my thought was book funnel.
0: Okay. Um, so that brings us to – well, I mean, let's let's go back. Let's go back to the wide versus um, Kindle Unlimited and the decision. From a financial standpoint, you're willing to take a significant risk because you see the benefit of wide distribution as being worth taking that risk.
1: I expect to lose a lot of money. That's what I expect, at least in the next two years. And we're talking multiple six figures of income <laughs> in the next two years on this. And so why would I do that when it's so obvious that it would be easy to get it? And the answer is because LMBPN is not just Michael Anderley. LMBPN is 40 to 50 collaborators right now and growing. LMBPN is one of the indie publishing um, front companies to understand how to accomplish stuff. We built the 20 books to 50K group um, by giving away our knowledge of what we've learned. And right now, there's no understanding or little understanding of how to accomplish going wide, and we certainly don't have the information. So for all of these reasons and a couple of more, we need to understand what's going on. And the only way I know how to do that is to go try to do it and to integrate with other companies who are facilitating that. And so from there, we can go to who are our collaborators, Steve.
0: All right let's talk about collaborators um, actually but before we go to collaborators we first made the decision to go wide with audio with some of our titles um, maybe yes. six months ago yeah, and after so the we, Book Fair. yeah we, we have some sense of the difficulty of taking things to a brand new market because in Amazon everyone knows Michael Anderley. You know, you're you're ranked very high amongst all authors in Amazon. Your books are ranked very high amongst all authors in Amazon. Um, the audiobooks do well at Amazon. But when you go somewhere else, you're just one of a million other products that are out there. And so that gave us some sense of what we were up against with this. And... I know this was a part of the plan from the beginning, but it it helps to explain the value of partners. We had a partner when we decided to go wide with um with the audiobooks. We have several partners for the wide distribution of the Opus X series, and not just mm-hmm. for for the ebooks and the print books, but for audio as well. So do you want you want to start talking about the the various partners?
1: Absolutely. So for those who don't know, I mean, when we say wide, what we're really talking about is non-Amazon exclusivity. And we typically say that the core second tier, if you will, because if you look at it just from a book selling, Amazon is the one who sells the most books. But then you have Apple. And Apple, of course, is worldwide with the iPhone and, and all of the tablets that they have. And then you have Kobo, which is a company based out of Canada, but they're actually owned by Rakuten, which is a Japanese company. You have Barnes & Noble. Uh, which has been recently purchased by, I believe, the same company that owns Waterstones out of the UK. You have Google and uh, the Google Play Store, and they're actually getting more back into the whole ebooks. They had shut down ebooks for quite a while. And then you have, and I kid you not, hundreds of other distributors around the world one of the reasons i originally went with amazon is because i understood that it was just me at that time and i didn't have the ability to look around and try to upload to all of the different locations when i just could focus on one and try to get a big chunk of that share now that the lmbpn is much larger we still need partners because while we can go to the big guys and steve this is you know operations on your side but we can go to amazon direct we can go to apple we have kobo partners but once we go to the big ones, that's about it. Now we have to get partners to go other places. And so, Steve, you've been working with a few of these. Can you speak to draft to digital and Drive?
0: Yeah, I, and they're, they're, they're similar in their product offerings. They're different in their pricing structure. So if you're a, an author, uh, an indie author, that would be important to you. Um, but but both of them will take the books and distribute them to a variety of places. Uh, Draft to digital can get us most places, most of the most of the places that people in the U.S. would be aware of, and a few of the places that people in Europe might be aware of. Publish Drive is everywhere internationally, um, and we're going to be using Publish Drive to get us into China for this series, which is uh, really cool because. That's a massive market and and we know that our head of marketing is it's very important for us to break into um, into that market but it's fascinating to me when you're looking when you're setting up the book so on these on these two platforms at just the scope of businesses that they have relationships with so you can you can set the book up once and if you just choose one of those two one of those two, say you choose draft digital then you just set it up and they take care of everything else. And then they send you the money when, when they get paid, uh, you know, a period of time after they get paid, and they charge a fee for doing that. Um, Draft2Digital, Draft2Dig- PublishDrive uh, does much, much the same, but they're, they are not located in the United States, so their focus is not necessarily um, U.S. bookstores. It's, it's all around the world. And then Kobo, um, everyone is, has has to be familiar with Kobo. They've been out there forever. They have, a, they have a great deal of market penetration in Canada, and in certain European countries. And they've also got an unlimited somewhere in, oh that's right, in Europe also, as well. Uh, a, um, I can't I, remember where that is, but Norway. They
1: it might yeah, it's be, up that in that area. One of the Scandinavian but countries. What about the big W man? Remember the big W? They have a partner that they just came up with You're a few right. months ago.
0: Yes, the big the big W being at Walmart.
1: Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so Kobo has their own technology, they have their own products, but also you can go into Walmart right now, and if you go back into the electronics section, you will see an area where you can get ebooks and Kobo is the one who drives that.
0: And just like reading um, a Kindle book on your phone, there are Kobo apps for your phone. Pretty much every every ebook store has an app. Through which you can, through which you can get, uh, read these books. So, I mean, that is essentially what we're going for with the wide strategy. If we were bigger, it would save us money to be able to go direct to more places. But we're just, we're not there yet. We don't, yeah. we don't have a staff of people who can upload books to <laughs> 200 stores around the world.
1: Or the the money to invest in maybe a thirty or forty thousand dollar software platform to do it for yes, us. Yes,
0: there are yes there are places there are places that will do that and it, it, you know maybe at some point we'll we'll get to that point. But as you said, this is it's it's an investment in education as well, and and one of the things that we're trying to do in learning ourselves is to be able to show how it's done. And you're going to be talking about this at the 20 Books Conference in Las Vegas in November.
1: Correct, actually. So the the 20 Books Conference, which is the November 12th to the 14th, uh, and then there's stuff on either side of that, but those are the main core days, will be just a week and a half, to almost two weeks right after our first release. And um, the only partner that we have, Apple, which we haven't spoken to yet, uh, we've spoken to Apple, but they won't be speaking it or, or being at the, the 20 books event. Um, we spoke to Apple. I'm going to, I'm going to side, go to the side real quick, but we spoke to Apple at the New York book expo. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to meet uh, a couple of their representatives and they are very close to the vest with how they do things. And we're not sure how much we can speak to. So we don't want to speak to much because you know, they're, they're going to be a great partner, but they're very new to us. Um, we're, we're blessed to be in a position where most of these um, wide partners know who we are. And most of that, to your point, Steve, is because they've been involved with 20 Books to 50K, which is an author-focused, indie author-focused um, group on Facebook. And because of Craig Martell, um, we have events that go on around the world where we try to go and help other authors. It's a, it's a nonprofit. Um, he makes me pay my own ticket. <laughs> every damn time, he, he makes us all pay for our own
0: tickets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he does this to me every year when he's like, "Okay, man, PayPal set up. You need to go test it out."
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to buy the first ticket
1: every year. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but in that, one of the things the partners are looking at, and and because of Twenty Books, we know Kobo. Because of Twenty Books, we know Draft2Digital. We know um, uh, publish Drive, and, and and we just have. Communications. It was it was neat. Um, Drafted digital cut is the first connection with Apple, and it was neat to see that Apple knew who we were, even though we didn't know who with uh, any of the names of the people mm-hmm. inside there. But one of the the pieces that we've been explaining to our partners is we want a white paper. We want something that we can share. You know, what did we learn doing this? And part of it, I think, um, that we would immediately be able to is um, we got feedback to release pre-orders. A bunch more than we thought. You want to speak to that real quick?
0: Yeah, our original plan was to set up the pre-orders as soon as the book, as the current book was published. So every six weeks there would be a new pre-order. And in talking to our partners, it was unanimous that that was not the right approach to take. The right approach to take was to set up as many of the pre-orders as we could at one time. And since we had six covers done, we were able to to, to set up six.
1: Um, six pre-orders. And they should be able to see them all now when this audio goes out. Yes, this yes. Video, this podcast. So we'll
0: have, we'll have links to... Well, let, let's talk about uh, a couple of other things. We are There's going to be an Opus X website, and there's going to be an Opus X Facebook group. So we'll have links to both of those in the show notes. If you're listening to this, you'll be able to get in a couple days early because those aren't being released to the world until September 1st. Um, but you'll know about it, and uh, you'll be able to see the link and, and go to it. It's uh, The website is opusxseries.com, and the Facebook group will be something like lmbpn.opusx. You'll, you'll be able to search for it and, and find it. So we'll have links to all of the pre-orders. You'll be able to see all six of the covers, and then there's going to be a lot of additional information that's going to be coming, like, the kinds of things we talked about last week, really cool artwork, really cool um, little movies and things like that, that that turned this into a passion project uh, for Michael. So back to, uh, back, to the whole, back to the whole wide strategy. So we have all of the books because Amazon generally lets you set up pre-orders for up to 90 days. Um, Something that we did not know is that you could, well, maybe you knew this because I think you told me, but um, it's not general knowledge that they will allow you to set up pre-orders longer than that. It's a bit of a process to do it, but they will help you to do that. So we're going to be able to set up the pre-orders. Oh, you are on brand all the time. (laughs) <laughs> so for podcast listeners he's holding up his bottle of coke and pointing to the coke logo <laughs> while wearing his lmbpn shirt
1: one of these days it'll be you know it would please me if coke would just call me up and say hey can we can we just pay you 500 bucks for all the 500 for all of the free marketing that you had given us and everywhere and i will say yes yes i will and i'm going to put that check and i'm going <laughs> to put it on the wall and I'm going to frame it. And it's going to be an acid-free um, framing so it'll last for decades. That is the the only goal I had. I, and I did this on purpose. Well, I love Coke. But I did do it on purpose with Curthia and Gambit where I chose Coke thinking, wouldn't it be cool if, if I could just get Coke to connect with me to do a marketing thing? Three and a half years, four years almost. And I'm still, they don't have a clue who I am. Damn it. <laughs>
0: But you're trying, and I'm trying. maybe they'll, maybe someone at Coke will be watching this, and, and
1: now they'll know. I can only hope. <laughs> so anyway, going back to a little bit. So the wide thing, we looked at it. It is a business decision as, as much as anything else, and the only real challenge that we have are our valued and loved Kindle Unlimited readers. And Kindle Unlimited, for those of you who don't know, is an opportunity to spend – kind of like Netflix, Netflix of books. There are plenty of books that are not in Kindle Limited, and there's various reasons for it, and so we still need to take care of those those readers. And so if you'll jump onto the um, the Opus X website, there will be a link to an email that you'll be able to connect to in the LNBP email, and we will make notes of when we will have the book or books at a you know at 99 cents for probably just 24 hours, and we'll do it every so often. So if you miss one, don't stress. They will come around again in the next month or two um, in order to be able to get them uh, the opportunity to read these. And then eventually, probably in two years, <laughs> we'll pull it uh, once we go down and, and put it in Kindle Limited. But it will be a while before that happens, unfortunately.
0: Yes, and um, we've mentioned a couple different email lists. There's the main LMBPN email list that you can subscribe to from LMBPN.com, and then there will be an Opus X specific email list, both of those email lists will get you the information on how to get the, uh, how to get the book for 99 cents. So, or either of those, you don't have to subscribe to both of them, but why not? Yeah. It's just that
1: easy. You, you um, want to hear from us.
0: <laughs> I, I suspect there are going to be a lot of authors that are listening to this. And you have mentioned, we mentioned the 20 books conference and you've mentioned meeting people at conferences. Um, you, you're in Dublin now. We mentioned that you travel around the world, um, to various conferences. Part of that is some of these conferences you're speaking at, some of them you're just going as Michael Lee LMBPN Publishing, as a publisher, to meet people. And almost all of, not almost, all of the partner relationships that we have have come from those meetings. We've mentioned a lot of book distributors. We haven't mentioned our audiobook distributor yet. So let's talk about Dreamscape audio and how you how you met them when the, when when did you first meet them?
1: Well, Tammy Faxel is the individual from Dreamscape, and this is completely Judith's fault. I can tell you without any reservation, I was dragged kicking and screaming to an event uh, one of the days of the Frankfurt Book Fair last year. And it was the I believe it's the Z relation event maybe. Mm-hmm. And so it was going to be held in some location, and she's like, "I'm going to take us." It's a free and open, and like, who in the world is relation? And so we go there, (laughs) and so we have to go now. Remember, because it was kind of near our hotel at the time, and so but we had to walk down this one road, and we had to circle back. And if you've ever been to European cities, some of these roads are brick roads, and I just wanted to kick and scream. And then we, I remember we had to ask somebody because it was, like, down another side street. And then you go into this beautiful building that's, I don't know, probably older than America. And we go into the building. We have to go up the stairs. So it was in a restaurant, restaurant and then up. And it was almost, you know, in these circular rooms. And they have it all laid out. Now, the reason I don't like to go to these is because I'm very insecure when it comes to meeting new people. I'm that introvert when it comes to that. And so we're up there. Now, Judith is the opposite of me. She'll go up and she'll talk to people and she'll say hi. And then, I, you know, I, I just want to be, what's that um, that song right now? I'm at a party I don't want to be at. <laughs> and Judith made me listen to it. I'm like, that song is so me. <laughs> but she, she goes up there and she meets a lady by the name of Michelle Cobb. And Michelle Cobb happens to be... <laughs> the audio publisher association like main i don't know her exact yeah, title i don't know
0: what her title is but she is involved in every aspect of the world of audio and yeah so the apa that puts on the uh, the big conference in new york she is at the top level there i'm not i'm not exactly sure what their
1: what their title executive is executive director or something
0: every every single um top level audiobook discussion you get involved in is, seems to be led by Michelle Cobb. So, I mean, she, she yes. knows everyone and she's a, she's a great
1: resource. So from there, um, Michelle, I think either pulled Tammy over or something, but Tammy Faxel with DreamScape, DreamScape is another, you know, they're, they're connected with Hoopla, which is a major audio program as well. And so we were talking and by we, I mean, Judith was talking, you know, getting to know Tammy and everything. Well, we have a great conversation there. It's really cool because we get to meet Z-Relation, whom we're now a partner with. Um, Tammy Faxwell, DreamScape, who now is a major partner of ours. And we also met one other company that name escapes me. Oh, well, Michelle, yeah, <laughs> who we've done work with and understood what was going on. Judith is in London. Let me think about this. Does... Um, somehow she met her also. But anyway, we, we randomly run into Tammy. as Now, the London Book Fair is at a large center, and it's got multiple floors, multiple avenue, avenues, and Judith and I were walking toward an elevator. And who comes out of that elevator out of 4 million square feet or whatever the <laughs> real number is? It's probably 20. But um, but Tammy. And we have been wanting to meet her. So we're running into her all over the place. And so we we set up a meeting for lunch. And now this time when we we meet her and we meet her for lunch, we're having pizza. Um, Judith is is showing some of the new stuff, some of the new artwork. And Tammy's even now more excited. She's like, we want to be a partner with you on this Opus X project. And I thought, oh, man, that's really cool of her to say that. Now, I'm not bleeding it necessarily because I'm like, these are sales and marketing people. They always say wonderful things, and but no, Tammy actually meant it. Um, and so we meet Tammy every so often. We're working with Tammy on some different projects, and she's constantly saying, "Dreamscape wants to be your partner for Opus X," and Judith um, is managing that relationship and everything else. But it, it just kind of came down to it, and I think you were um, pleasantly surprised as well when you know they came back and we said, "Okay, it's time for us to release," and Judith does an amazing job at the relationships and the getting people together and making sure that we're all on track. And, and, um, and before I knew it, Tammy had either convinced Judith or something and dreamscape was our partner and they signed up and they're just, you know, amazing to work with. So
0: they are, they are. Everybody that we're working with is, is, is as a part of the Opus X project. It has been amazing. We, we have, um, scheduled regular calls that all the partners participate on and and these are high-level people in these companies that are taking their time to um, to be a part of these thirty to forty five minute calls so as, as we're laying out our plan to be successful with with the wide launch of of opus x and we're really excited about it the first book comes out on november first the first book is obsidian detective as we mentioned the website will be available now you're you'll get a couple days head head start on seeing what's there but um just just be aware of the fact that there's going to be a lot of new content coming um right now michael mentioned i think it was in the first show the idea of a car reveal mm-hmm. um so that's kind of cool we're excited about the car reveal reveal um there's the facebook group and there's going to be some pretty cool Facebook contests that we're we're going to start running as well in early September. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we will we be could, back. Go ahead.
1: Well I was gonna say, and we could use your help. There is nothing like there's nothing harder to, to get the news out and the word out about mm-hmm. a book and a book series. And the best way to do it is just book readers telling book readers. It is absolutely the best. So if there's a way that we can help you help us, let us know.
0: Absolutely. And one, uh, one simple way that you can help us, the next show that Michael and I do is going to be answering fan questions, reader questions. So if you've got questions about the series, about the strategy, about uh, where you can get one of these cool LMBPN T-shirts, which you really can't get.
1: <laughs> if you uh, <laughs> But has, if enough, you ask.
0: Yes. Has, has Michael been contacted by Coke yet with the $500 check? <sighs> Let's hope. Let's hope. I will frame that. Post those questions in the uh, in the Facebook group, and we will address those on uh, in in a couple of weeks. I think we're two weeks away from the next show. So, Michael, any uh, any closing words on the on the wide strategy and our our fabulous partners?
1: No, just I'm. You know, you mentioned it this show that no one knows me on these other areas to speak of. They don't know me on Kobo. They don't really know me on Apple. They don't know me. And that is going to be a new, and uh, I like to think that I'm very humble anyway, but humbling experience um, to be a nobody. And
0: yes, and to use a Michael Anderley ism, I mean, this Uh-oh. is a new mountain for you. Yes. It's a new mountain yes. to climb. And it's a big <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> yeah, looks really large. Just saying. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we will have just come back from the Beijing Book Fair. We're landing today.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody. We will be back with Michael in two weeks. And, you know, keep in mind that we're here most days with uh, author discussions going behind the fiction. So uh, join us for those. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please do. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. We'll, We'll be back shortly.
1: Later.